0: Hola, mi gente. Hello, hello. It's Gabby and Lena With, with Latina Truths, Truths in the Burbs. We hope everyone is doing well and starting off their summer. Oh, my gosh. Summertime is here in full effect. It's super hot. In and the I last like few days have been so hot.
1: It's been so hot. Um, yes. There's definitely some sort of crazy heat wave. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes. But you know what? I'm not going to complain because we do have AC. Yeah. So let's be grateful for air, and yes. this is what summer's about. I love being hot. I feel like I'm on the islands. Yeah. <laughs> so we're here doing our seventh
1: podcast. And we're picking up on the Mom Motherhood series yes. that we started to give you guys a little look, view preview. preview yeah, look into what our journey was like in motherhood, and... Specifically, we're going to address toddlerhood. Yes. Yeah, so what does toddlerhood part. or
0: toddlers even consist of? What? Toddler town. It really should be like a whole yeah. like magnified world because it is a different world, but it doesn't stop. It no. starts at two, would you say? Terrible yes, twos. I think for sure twos. Threes. Yeah. four, Flipping fours, by yeah. the way, because this is for a family <laughs> audience, but you know what I really feel like saying. Oh, Fine. no, girl, say it. You fucking know what I'm saying? Fours. Fucking yeah. fours. Okay, terrible twos and fucking fours. I said it. And Gabby, yes, thank you for the encouragement. It felt so good saying that. Yes, we have to just let
1: it out. And, um, you know, the things that make you want to say that is
0: the tantrums. Yeah, oh, my God, the tantrums. <sighs> the, um, the total outburst for no reason where they're on the floor crying or they're hitting themselves. Yeah. Like, what's that all about? Or I've heard of kids hit their head against the wall. Oh, my God. No, my daughter was all tears. Yeah. Just no ballistic tears. Oh, throwing. She liked to throw they stuff. They just, like,
1: lay themselves out on the floor. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. of course, in, like, the most inopportune times when you're, like,
0: out of the supermarket. or <laughs> Yeah. Or you're, like, leaving a restaurant that you went to for lunch, say, and you oh. had a wonderful time, and all of a sudden, shit hits the fan. You don't know what's up. Right. So
1: restaurants that's a whole nother animal whole nother I mean animal. with twins because as the audience may or may not know I have twins um four-year-old twins and so yes you know I think as moms or as parents I I don't know about you Lena but I think I always had like these visions of how I wanted my experience at a restaurant to go I wanted yes. it to be like oh I'm having my glass of wine and my dish and my
0: toddler's sitting so quietly next to me. Like perfectly and just... with like bow and hair or like just, you know, like right. not picking their nose, not drooling, <laughs> not like trying to get out of the table.
1: not screaming and throwing their food everywhere yeah. or How like saying, like... I don't like this. And then you're just like, well, this is what we ordered. So now what are we going to do? <laughs> you're not going to have lunch now. Like, and then you're going to like have a tantrum in the car because you haven't eaten. This is the thought process that I definitely have. And I think it's a whole
0: awful world, by the way. As cute (laughs) as it is, it is disgusting because it makes you, as a mom, a disgusting person sometimes. Because you become the sergeant and then you're screaming on top of your lungs. And you're like, why am I screaming right now?
1: Why are you screaming? And not only that, like, you're just like, you feel guilty about... Yes, then you feel bad. Then you feel bad for
0: reprimanding or trying to discipline your child. Yes. Right? You're in public and you're like, okay, I can't make a scene, but I can't let them get away with this either. Yes. So then you have to be like, I'm going to talk to you about this in the car as soon as we get in the car. (laughs) And one tip that I remember actually my mother-in-law telling me,
1: whenever you go out to eat with the kids... Or, like, go out to lunch and just have toddlers with you. She basically said, just be sure, if you can, to tip nice, like, well. Oh, that's a good tip. Because...
0: Look at your tip, Gabby, with this tip. I yes, love it. Yes.
1: Because... Tip they your make servers a mess. As well. Yes. Tip your servers well if you can because they're coming in after, after your kid has basically made a mess. Mess. And they're cleaning up after your your kids. Yes. Because normally adults obviously wouldn't eat as kids do. I
0: remember Panera was a place here in the burbs that we take the kids to. So, okay. if you want to look a little, how funny is this? Okay, you could do the McDonald's thing, but now you're in the suburbs and so you have to step it up a little bit, right? <laughs> so, the way the moms will meet at lunch, it's like at a Panera, you know, or like a LPQ. Yes. Right? For lunch with their toddlers. And so you're gonna kind of be a little bit nicer dressed. Like you kind of wanna be like chill and like not this crazy mama that I was. Um, Kids can have McDonald's if we're going home or they eat in the car, but I'm not going out into McDonald's and sitting down with them. Yeah. So Panera was great because they had. The mac and cheese, the grilled cheese, soup, salad, like whatever. It was catered, I think, to families and the kids could go, I never understood why there's carpet inside this place, by the way. Oh, at the Panera, you're right. Why is is there carpet? Like that's kinda gross. Like the food is gonna like get into those fibers and then you're like, That sucks if you can't vacuum up everything. I know. Anyway, I was a little tangent, but the tangent. No, but it's a great tip, right? For
1: moms, Panera, it seems like they have great um, foods that kids might also enjoy. It's family friendly. It's family friendly. I think they have like booths set up right they i do. think they have more yep. booth style seating so it allows you to kind of be in your own little world and not have everyone staring at you if your kid starts crying or you know yeah not one like diner to, diner was another big thing not wanting to sit still that's the other thing the child will not oh want to sit God. in their chair for like an extended amount of time and yes. even like having those high chairs like they
0: you know once oh. they're in like three day or two and a half they don't want to be in that anymore nope Okay, so here's a tip on the um, seating arrangements for toddlers. So if you're at a Panera and you didn't know this and you have a kid who's like just too still maybe in the bucket seat, like still in the car seat, like yeah. they're walking, but you know, like when they eat, they're going to sit at E, yes. but they're not ready to like sit up straight in like a full-on high chair. So you flip the wooden high chairs right? Oh, yeah. over and you place the bucket seat on the flip side of the high chair, if that makes sense. No, it does. Okay, perfect. It does. And that is such an easy thing to do. You don't have to worry about, is if your partner or somebody's like, we can't take them yet because they can't sit up yet on their own. We can't take them out. I'll be like, yeah, this is how we're, <laughs> we're going to do it.
1: Right? Yes, it it, it is. It, it gives you another option and then they feel included in the meal. You know, yes. they're not like sold down low or in separately, like separately in
0: a stroller. So I feel like from going from that age at like two to dining, it's pretty simple and easy. But when they get into that fucking fours or (laughs) terrible twos and they don't want to stay in their bucket seat anymore and they want to sit on their own, Mm -hmm. that's when they take the seatbelt off, the strap off and they dive down under the table. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> right or like they're like shoes are off and they're like trying to find a shoe and, and like talking to other people outside of your little booth and you're like oh Jesus this is really annoying <laughs> reel them back in get so them back in what's again. a
1: good way to do that um iPads yes giving them yes. your phone mm-hmm. um is a good way I mean it's you know <laughs> it's, it's that is of this world it's a survival survival tip. Definitely, for sure. Um, you know, when you go eat, I, I would recommend bringing, you know, like I said, an iPad or a phone, so that they oh can watch a show. Oh my god! How about old school? Or...
0: For so my son, old school, got the little bag with crayons yes. and Diners stickers do that for kids. and like coloring pages. But I tried to make it as discreet as possible, like like a cute little snap set. So they have these really cheap two three dollar snap sets. Which it's like from Crayola. I'll have like some sheets in there, like a pictured characters. Yes. It'll already have the crayons in there, and then it snaps closed and locks in place. Love those for dining out with the toddler. Yeah, and so yeah, I'm just going back to my story of how you think you're gonna
1: have this wonderful time at lunch with your kids, but at the end of it, you're kind of like frazzled. Oh, yeah. With everything that transpired and also like even just like the time, you know, you're just like, okay, when is the food coming? Like if the f- server takes, like service oh, takes my God. long. Oh service
0: takes long, you're, oh, you know, girl. it's just. That's already one anxiety. down. Okay, that's already one strike. <laughs> so I so gave by my the kids time strikes. you leave this lunch,
1: fabulous lunch you, th- you were going to have, yeah. it has not turned out that way. No. It is definitely it's more. It's quite a disaster. Yeah, and then you have to get into the car.
0: They and, have to get like, into the
1: car with your kids screaming. Yes. Yeah.
0: And And you have just already (laughs) screened to be attracting attention of people when you are, like, pulling out of whatever parking lot space you are at. Yes. It's really great.
1: Speaking of cars and, um, like, buckling them in and everything, this is something that I actually learned, and and I was so bummed that I didn't know this earlier. Um, So having your kids, once they can actually physically see Seat themselves in their car seat. Obviously, you still have to help them with their latches of the seat belts. Right. But I would let them now go sit in their seats. I would get in the car, the driver's seat. Right. Make sure all the doors are closed. And right. from the driver's seat, I latch the seat belts because it's number one, so much easier. Yeah. Because they're not going to, if you're like standing outside, they're not going to be getting in their car seat. That's the other thing. They like try to test you about oh, like yes. running around
0: in the car. Oh, yes. And That's
1: you're right. like, I need to get out of here. Like, we're already
0: late. Get your ass in the car. Yeah.
1: So, but but you can't say that. So latching the seatbelts from your driver's seat because you know if you have all the doors closed, they have no choice but then to get into their seat and like they sit down and they and you latch them from there. Also, it's a great way to not be in the elements. I remember dropping off my kids. Oh my, my God, kids. if it's raining out or like whatever, you'll be safe if you yes. do it that way. And that has happened to me where I didn't know this tip and I was literally outside trying to hold an umbrella, trying to do the car seats, like trying to... Yeah. Five no. different steps She's at like, once. that, throw that away. Here's yeah. the new way to go. Exactly. So that has been a great tip that I learned later on in motherhood. Um,
0: and yeah, let's talk about our next topic lena sure so okay along with these tantrums comes a talking phase and like you're trying to communicate with your child and they go into these phases you realize where like it is a true tantrum because they're trying to communicate with you Mm -hmm. and they don't really know the words to say how they're feeling or you're like i want to understand you but like you're kind of being a little creature that's really nasty (laughs) right now and mm-hmm. so you have to step back, have patience. And what is this called? Emotional intelligence. Oh, right.
1: Well, for them, yes. For them, they do not. We've learned that kids this age, they don't have the same emotional itel- intelligence as adults. Right. So their actual mo- emotional intelligence is compared to more that of a caveman or more so just yes. like, right?
0: I want, I want, yeah. <laughs> you know, like me, me.
1: <laughs> survival like they're just trying to survive but they can't get the words out too like so they don't have patience they don't have
0: consideration they don't have um manners necessarily no so yeah they can't control their emotions either right so it's like they're angry but then they end up yeah you know, like having a whole like crying mm-hmm. fit it's yeah. like if you're angry then just say i'm angry and then we can get past all this minuti. No, but they right? can't. They no, can't they can't. And they they're can't. still learning. And they're still learning. And, and, and they beat their fists on the table or they stamp their feet. Oh, I love the stamping feet. <laughs> I love the stamp. I see sometimes I've seen adults, when they get upset, they mm-hmm. will Don't stamp their know. foot. Oh and God. I'm like, oh my God, you know that was such a little annoying kid. <laughs> right? When he was a child, he was like a spoiled brat. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it happens to us all, but... So yes, yeah, so emotional intelligence, you know, it's important and, and knowing and learning how to communicate with your child. Yes. They may so, do hitting, they may do some kind of, I've even heard of biting. But what are we doing
1: as parents so to as respond parents, to this?
0: So as we need to reassure them. You need to show them that you love them. It's okay that they're yes. upset and that you want to hear why are they upset. You want to say what is bothering you. So, one thing
1: that I actually tried, um, because I also had two of them probably asking me for things at the same time, and I had to really tune into this idea of like, okay, I cannot, I obviously cannot understand them. I cannot be there just screaming at them. So, I'm gonna, I try to as much as possible become an ally to them and be very much like um, empathetic. Like, I'm so sorry, mommy cannot is trying to find what you're, what you're looking for. I want to help you find what you're looking for. Mommy's so sorry. She's having a hard time understanding you. Yes. And I think that definitely lowered Lowered. the level of stress. And I think being like showing them that, you know, you want to help them, you want to try. And I, I definitely threw that sorry and were there in there and you know, I don't know if it was necessarily the right thing, but it definitely was what helped them kind of feel like, okay, mommy at least is trying to find what I'm saying or find what I'm trying to say. Right. So I
0: think that was a big thing for us. And it's almost like you treat them like little people. So like you give them that respect. They feel like they're being heard on a certain level. And it's like, okay, so maybe I can like chill out and let mom know what's really happening here. So it yes. does reassure them, and it does at least give them the sense that they're cared about. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So, all right. So now that we've talked about some emotional intelligence, tantrums, outbursts, how about um, the whole potty thing from diaper to let's go on the big boy, big girl oh, potty? Yes. Right? Yes. We're moving on to the big girl, big boy potty. So I actually, do you remember the potty that you started out with? Me? Yes, yeah. I did. I had two different ones, which is crazy. So, cause, do we. so I have a, an older boy and I have a younger girl on their six year gap. So for my older boy, like I had to go like real slow baby steps. So like I got like the one that you put on your regular potty, like on a mm. regular adult seat, but it had steps so yes. that he could st- climb up this thing and sit on the real potty, but mm-hmm. not feel so scared. Right. And then it had, like, one that I would, like, move around the house with. It had its own snap lid. And, like, if it's was, like, in a different room downstairs, I would have that kind of a potty so that he'd feel comfortable going, like, pretty much if he needed to go and he was watching TV, he could just, like, pull it over and go.
1: <laughs> so the so, potty,
0: I had both. So you both. started off with
1: those two potties. Yeah. So we actually started off with, and I don't know if you, you've seen this, Lena, it's, it's, Basically, a potty that looks like a real little toilet. Oh, my God. Yes, I've seen those. I think it's called... It's. I'm not sure the exact brand. I think it's Summer something. Um, But that brand, they make these little toilets that look like real toilets. And that's what my kids started out in. And um, they could, like, pretend flush. Wow. So, so
0: that was some, like, acting there. There was, like, yes. a rehearsal going on. And it on. makes
1: them feel like they're, like, doing what you're doing, like right? Like more of so, an adult, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then and we graduated. That was that good? That was pretty good. And then we graduated to the um actually having them go in the toilet. So with the that contraption with the steps, steps yes. was genius, genius. Because number one, the other thing you don't realize, your kids can't reach and like scooch up onto the toilet right. yet. I don't think my kids could. No. So I definitely needed to give them a way to get up onto the toilet. And yeah. so that was like even another huge gradual step for them to, um, to undertake when they were doing their potty training. Yes, yes. And how was your potty training experience, Lena? So... Like, how did you actually get them to do that? <laughs> oh, my God.
0: And, and there are so many several ways, guys. Yeah. The first thing I want to say is don't stress out about it because it's not like they're going to get married in diapers. So, they eventually <laughs> will learn how to freaking pee by themselves in the potty. And I had both different complete opposites happened to me with both my children. My first one, Mm -hmm. like I was very structured for him. I did the three-day method where like you pretty much stay at home for the weekend and it's in the Mm -hmm. summertime and the kid just pretty much runs around naked and you're like every three hours checking. Did you, do you need to go to the bathroom? Have you gone? Let's try. Every three hours checking and like giving them like a little reward. If they did like a little pee pee in the potty, you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. You give them a sticker or something or like a little M&M or like a lollipop. Rewards, that's definitely. Give him incentives, have an incentive chart. I started really slow with my first, and even before I had to do that, I had to have him watch like cartoons of his favorite character going potty. Isn't there an Elmo book too? Yeah, the Elmo Goes Potty. There's several (laughs) potty books. I had like five. We would read them, then I would have him watch a TV. It was like Big Bear in the Blue House Goes Potty. And then there's another one with, like, Daniel Tiger, potty time. And so she was obsessed with the Daniel Tiger. Oh, this is for my second child. That's how I got her incentivized, was, like, watching it on, like, my phone at probably a restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Full circle, girl. We're bringing it full circle. This is how you eat and stay calm, and you need to know how to go to the bathroom on your own. We did the pull-ups. Both kids, I had pull ups for. Right, that you stage need to, is a you need must to too. Them to I think the that's just a must. I think everybody needs to do that part in the yeah. steps um, to graduate into. Now you're going on the potty with the steps. That way, steps, yeah. steps. I just double stepped it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I think for my journey with. Potty training them. Basically, we were having some work done at our house. And so, I wasn't going to be able to go in and out of the garage easily. So, I was like, okay, this is perfect. And it was, like, the beginning of, like, spring. So, not too cold outside and not too warm. Because um, that's the other thing. A lot of people recommend doing it in the summer. Because, especially if a boy, like, the boy could just pee outside yes. in nature. Yes. Um, so, I... Also, like, wanted to just take that into consideration. So this just worked out perfectly. I wasn't going to be able to take them many places. So I was like, we're going to just stay home, hunker down, and literally try this potty thing. And And I think there were, like, um, two and a half, something along those lines. And so the one thing I think I had to mentally prepare myself to say or to know is that this is going to be, there's going to be a lot of cleanup of pee and poop. Yes. Be okay with that. Be okay with you're going to be cleaning up a lot of pee-pee and you're going to be cleaning up a lot of poopy because that is the reality if you do it this way. Like, you're going to just go full force into trying to have them, them, they're going to have accidents. That's absolutely going to be the reality of it. So I think that was what helped me be, like, okay with it. Like, I'm not going anywhere. They don't have to get dressed for anything. So we're just going to do PJs. Yeah. And even, like, diapers off or diapers only on. Right, um, right. So, just having it be as comfortable for you and just being mentally aware that that's going to be the case. So, yes. I prepared myself that way.
0: That was good. That's a good tip.
1: <sighs> yeah. So, um, and it did. It My son was the first one. That's also the, the next big thing that's, like, the big goal. Like, you want one of them to tell you, one of my twins, to tell me, like, I have to use the bathroom. Yeah. Like, because normally they don't and they just go on themselves. Right. So that was like my son was the one that actually said it first so that was great and after my my daughter followed. Along. Awesome. So your daughter. son's like the leader. Yeah, of he the could two be a, he could definitely be a leader. Yeah. He I has see that, that characteristic in him. I see that. Um we also did the pull-ups and the one other fear that I had is that when I actually then started taking them outside and doing stuff with them that I wouldn't be like if I put a pull-up on them that they would go pee-pee and then they would revert back. I that was like a fear of mine. Yes. But then come to experience or, or realize that that's not the case. That even though you may have to sometimes if you have like a long car ride or you know you want to take them to a, a class or something that they can wear a pull up and and it would be fine. They can definitely then come back home and you can take off the pull up or you know right just have right, them in right right
0: yes I agree underwear. I think that's a good transition yeah and then how about the incentives of when you're choosing underwear oh yes. Yes. Woo-hoo! underwear. I love it. I love Victoria it. Victoria's Secret. No. <laughs> We'd we be killing them paper diapers right away. Like, Victoria's Secret. Is that everything's even out. in
1: business anymore?
0: Oh, anyhow. I used to go to Victoria's <laughs> Secret, girl. Don't knock it. I like it. Yep. No, what I'm saying is so like for my girl. Amazon. Amazon. It's more like Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, my girl, I was like, do you want princesses? Or do you want, like, flowers and nature scenes? Or do you want, like, Daniel Tiger underwear? Like, I was like, what are you into? And she was like, oh, I like this princesses, blah, princesses, blah. I was like, fine. And then Peppa Pig one time. And then for my son, I did the same exact thing. I was like, listen, we're going to have some fun underwear. Let's pick out some designs. online shopping with you. (laughs) And then they'll be like, oh, it is on, like, Donkey Kong. Yes. You know, I'm going to be getting some. Undies. and you're just like yes this is the goal this is the goal and that's like the next
1: incentive because you got to do it in parts because they want to they will want to regress and they will want to just and they'll like go back to like then pee on themselves a lot they'll yeah. probably start telling them they won't so you got to be with the curves and every time you want to get to that next curve you got to incentivize them yes, with something else like, absolutely so like buying them underwears, you won't have, you know, if you keep going potty, this will be great. You can actually have your own underwear like mommy and daddy. So just doing that, my kids was Minnie Mouse and cars. Like, <laughs> Oh, I love
0: cars. I totally love cars.
1: Yeah. So that's how we, we roll in our house.
0: <laughs> awesome. All right. So that's bathroom tips. Um, let's move on to like disciplining. But then also, like, giving them options with eating and introducing food. Right? So, let's go into disciplining. Okay. Uh oh, Okay. This is super, <laughs> super important. This is so funny how, like, we're going to talk. Because, like, I'm kind of an old school, like, Sarge. I'm like, listen, you're not giving me any lip in my house. Mm-hmm. Like a little kid. Right? But I want to also appreciate that, like, having them be making their own choices and choosing the right ones and incentivizing with, like, this sticker chart that I was like, okay, for, for eating. My, my littlest one didn't want any good food. She didn't want broccoli. No greens. No yeah. veggies. Like, she had, like, this crazy-ass strict diet to herself where she would only eat, like, four things. And they were all carbs, cheese, bread, cheese. Like, yogurt. Okay, I'll throw a fruit in there. But it was like, it's like a carb monger's diet. And I'm like, okay, um, where are we going to... So I do put the protein in. I give her egg, egg and cheese wraps, which she absolutely loves. So I get that protein in. Mm-hmm. And uh, peanut butter is a great protein, too. Yeah. So if you worry that they're not getting it from, like, meats... Um, then you can throw that in there too. Beans also. Beans are yes, a great Yes, legumes. Protein. Oh my God, so good for them. And mm-hmm. they do like it. It's like you can make a paste. Yeah. You can do like a black bean paste or a dip or a chili. Can I just interject here? I actually learned one thing. Mm. Do you know arroz con
1: gandules? We all know oh, arroz yes, con gandules. yeah. of course. Um, and for those of you that don't know, it's rice with pigeon peas pretty much. Mm. You make it. Um, did you Spicy. know that <laughs> gandules or pigeon peas is a vegetable? I didn't it is because really? it's a pea it's oh like,
0: like peas yes like, like, the green peas, peas. like
1: green peas so now oh, i'm just like I oh wonderful it. Yeah. i am
0: loving that i'm gonna add that tip like tomorrow so if you have a
1: hard time feeding your kids um vegetables you can even probably incorporate it into the rice yes um And the other thing I heard was like doing mac and cheese, but throwing in a little bit of broccoli in there. Ooh, nice! So it kind of like goes in with the cheese, and you can mask it. Yes. Um, The other way I try to get in vegetables is smoothies. Oh my god, smoothies are so good. Yes. So I just came onto this smoothie train because I realized like you can get in a lot of smoothie train. The
0: smoothie train. Point it, girl. Get on the smoothie train. Um, so yeah, I love that too.
1: <laughs> so yeah, smoothies. I'll make them, um, a smoothie with banana, cacao powder, get in some honey there and add spinach. So, Ooh. and they're all about it. Like, you know, I give it to them in a cup, you know, that has like cartoons on it or something. So they don't see the color cause it does come out a little bit on the like greeny dark brown side. Um, right. so that's how, and honestly Doing that and maybe even like a juice in the juicer that has a lot of fruits and even some vegetables there yes. makes me feel like they're getting their, their serving now, let enough, me, let enough me serving add- for the week, even.
0: I love that you said that. I love, love, love that you said that. Let me add this and say that I have even tried because you don't want them to see the color green and what you make them. Yeah. Choosing cauliflower. Oh, for those smoothies. And they're getting cauliflower. And it's not like a vegetable you would think of to go to right away. What do you
1: mix that with? Ah,
0: oh, peanut butter, banana. Ooh. A little, mm-hmm. Amazing. Cauliflower is like your thickening <gasps> substance, right? It is. And so is banana too. Mm-hmm. And then um, you can throw in some blueberries or if you want to top it with some uh, raspberries. And blend that shit steam, up. Do you steam the cauliflower so it's soft, or do you put it in just raw? No, because this is a smoothie, right? A yeah. cold smoothie, girl. So I'm even going to blow your mind even more now. Blow it, girl. Ready? <laughs> you get the already frozen chopped cauliflower Oh,
1: heads. even better. So it's already cold. Pow. Already frozen. Girl.
0: Paching.
1: This is... This is... <laughs>
0: Like Mind-blowing. Gold nuggets. Gold <laughs>
1: yeah. So this is a fa- my favorite part of this podcast. It's basically survival methods. How the heck
0: are us parents surviving when our kids are a toddler? This is incredible. This yeah. is a very must. To, if you've listened to us this far, then here is your real gift. Yes. We give you the real deal of what we did,
1: basically. So... One of the things that I swear by now are AirPods. I love having... So, okay, picture this, Lena. Basically, your kid is tantruming in the living room and you're next to them and you're basically like... You want to let it ride out almost, but you can't physically do it unless you have maybe a distraction. And that's what the AirPods do. Ah, The AirPods almost allow you to be... You know, listening to like, you know, even another podcast or um, oh, music. Great like, idea. It's just something that occupies your brain so that their tantrum doesn't affect you as That's much. That's right. So, love that, that you said that. That has so really good. been a lifesaver for me. And totally. I do like actually music that I really love to listen to. I'm not listening to kids' music. So, it allows me to create my own little world and yes. feel like an
0: adult. Right. Um, so. I get that. <laughs> I get that. And, like, I, I even think, like, them. having a space, a place in your house that mm-hmm. you can go to, like, when you give them a timeout or something, like, you're, like, mommy needs a timeout now. Mm-hmm. Right? And then you right. just go to your, like, spot, like, your office or whatever. Or uh, reading nook. I don't know, a den, whatever your place is, it could even be just like a desk in the kitchen where you just want to like pay bills, but you need your own... Yes, your own little corner, your corner. own little room. You go to your corner and do what you need to do and zone out for a bet. That was something that was
1: major because, you know, in our house we have... You know, most homes um, with kids, you have shared spaces. You have everything. They're basically, like, even your own bedroom is shared. What's the space for the mom by herself? Like, right. you really, like, literally, it was my closet. And then I ended up, like, trying to figure out a, more of a significant space so that my kids also realize, like, mommy has her own space. Mommy has, maybe she's at her own desk and, and doing her own work. Right, and, right. So that also gave me a fulfillment in terms of like the side of me that's more like career-oriented yes. and more like wanting to work and do yes. that sort of thing. It allows them to also see that mommy's not just one way. Like she's not just your mother. She's multifaceted. She right. has the career in her. She also, like
0: daddy does. Absolutely. Because you want them to really have a important really well rounded view of their parents. And you don't want them to think that just dad is the one that works. Yes. And, like, mom's at home with us, which is important. Yeah, mom's at home with them, but they need to respect the mother just as much as, like, a provider for the family as the father is. Yeah, and if you think about it, there's, you know, creating that space for yourself
1: also gives you a break and allows you to feel, like, good about that, you know? And if you wanted to, like you said, take a time out from the kids, like, sometimes I'll, I started setting boundaries that way, and I tell them, like, mommy's going to have... Mommy's going to do a yoga, yoga in her little space. And you guys watch a show, like a half hour show. And basically I can do, get in a yoga session for myself on, you know, and just feel good about that. That
0: is so important too. I love that you said that. It's like, you need your time. It's like mental wellness all around. Yeah. Because if like mom's happy, the kids are going to be happy sort of thing. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's very important. Even with like during COVID and stuff, it was... Very funny, having very, everybody around all the time. But anyways, that's a whole other, that'll be maybe our next podcast. We'll talk about that. Very, yes. Okay.
1: It is a very hard thing to carve out your own space and your own um, boundaries to, for, to letting the kids know, like, okay, this is mommy's time now. Yeah. Because they are completely oblivious to that. Right. They don't even understand that mommy time exists. Until, right. like, later on
0: in years. Yes. And so they're like, oh, mom's a person too. And she has things that she likes to do too. Right, it's not always going to be what I like to do.
1: I don't like waking up at 6 o'clock in the morning. No.
0: <laughs> I hear you, girl. Mommy. Yeah. I am now a morning person. Mm-mm. But you got to do it. You get up at 8.15, whatever it is, and you're like, oh. Exactly. You know. But you pull through because there are loveys and they're a part of us more. and our legacy. Along with the AirPods, two other things that helped me
1: deal with tantrums the first one was um even vacuuming oh, around yes. the house because it creates a distraction for the kids and the kids may not want to come to you and ask you for a thousand things if you're like vacuuming because mommy's in the middle doing something but not only the it's the, also the noise the noise yes. also like they're not they're it's, the vacuum is loud like they're, they're not gonna like noise. try to like scream over the vacuum right. Um, I'm sure they probably can, but it's just less likely if they see that you're around loud noise. And the last thing is actually running water. Running water so that you can, like, tune out their crying and their screaming was something that was really helpful for me. Like, running water and, like, maybe doing dishes or, like, doing that, like, having the water from the dishes just kind of, like, block their noise out was yeah. another major. <laughs> Love that tip too. Love it. Um technology also has been great to for this the survival methods. Alexa. Oh my god, Alexa. Yes. The Amazon Alexa has been great because mm-hmm. we ask kind of oh. <laughs> There she is. There she is. She <laughs> 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 her to talk to us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um yeah, so using that to have the kids um uh, play music, or even in terms of disciplining to put timers on Alexa and making it very clear to them that you're going to be, you know, given, you know, or you could do turns with toys like to help um, encourage them sharing.
0: So Alexa has been great as a tool for me in that sense. What about you, Lena? I I mean, that's awesome. I do love using Alexa sometimes for dance party. Yeah. (laughs) Like at 5 o'clock in my house when, like, I've had, like, a shit of a day, but it's like... All right, let's just get through it. Let's just bump out another two let's hours. Just shake with these it rascals. off to some Taylor Swift. Shake just it off. Shaking it off to Taylor Swift. We'll dance party in the kitchen, and it's great because then I can sneak away for like five or ten minutes while they're still dancing, and then I come back <laughs> and I can continue dancing. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, no, it's another like little fun thing for them to do that you're using the technology for. Yeah. And to teach sometimes I'll have them play like certain songs that I want to hear and I'm like, now listen to the lyrics and tell me what you think this means. And then like, I'll come back five minutes later. <laughs> There's actually something really funny I mean really cute that my daughter
1: does. She'll she'll ask she says, Alexa, what's the weather? Like so <laughs> it's cute. <laughs> it's cute.
0: <laughs> showers girl it's raining today yes with a high of 81 degrees so low of
1: 67
0: degrees yep thank you
1: <laughs> so yeah just sponsored using, by yeah exactly
0: <laughs> <laughs> this infomercial has been sponsored by yeah so love it love it I love you, Lena, and I
1: love that I can share this with you, and I love that we can share all of our tips with other moms
0: and our audience. Absolutely. Do you think we missed anything? Oh, I'm sure there's always things we could have said, right? But hey, listen, we're trying to keep this, too, a little uh, 30-minute second, 30? Right. 30-minute? 35-minute hotspot. Yeah, so. Do we have a dimelo dimelo? No dimelo dimelo this week, girl. Oh, all right. So next podcast, guys. Tune in. We love you. Thank you for listening.